Hello. Great hey. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Great how, evening. How are, how are you? you today? I'm, I'm all right. I'm tired. I've been painting all day. I just literally just got done with my painting, probably like about wow. ten minutes ago. So I've been painting. Wow. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's so painting. Mm -hmm. And you know the bears on up here, so you know all everybody in Chicago or surrounding areas probably mm -hmm. call in a little later because they watching the game. Oh my goodness! Yes, mm -hmm. y'all in your football. I can't mm -hmm. say nothing because when the Panthers is playing, we do the same thing. Ah, <laughs> yep. Same. So I can't say nothing because I love football, sis. And I will be right there. <laughs> yeah. I well, like to tell everybody, tell everybody this time we got to tell them thank you. Shoot, we award winner twice. Wait a minute. We got to say thank you for calling the four-time award winner P-O-E-T radio. But we also want to thank you guys for calling in to the first time award winning voices behind the pens yes mm -hmm. yes and to an award winning show tonight baby yes 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 yes, yes. 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 we got a big blue shiny trophy to prove it yes we, 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 we that means we're not four times that means we are five times Five times. But see, P-O-E-T -E Radio, Poet Radio. Yeah, yeah, five-time award winning. Yeah, this, this makes us the five-time award winning. Five, it's five-time award winning for P-O-E-T Radio, but it's first-time award winning for us, for Voices Behind the Pen. Because normally, it'd be like under the show that I do on Sundays, Underground Power mm -hmm. Hour, always mm -hmm. win they always win like every year so that show wow. alone is like five-time award winner or six-time award winning that show by itself so it's just an honor to say that we are the first time award winning voices behind mm -hmm. the pen yeah and we would like to we would like to thank our dear brother brother O for nominating us man huh? Yes, and Brother O is going to be one of our featured poets on this evening, and I will be interviewing him so they get to hear all the wonderful backstories behind his experience at the National Spoken Word Awards. And I'm sure everybody already knows that he won Overcomer of the Year. That's right. That's right. And that's right. Yes. Yes, yes, and yes. My sister, my sister, the princess of poetry was the overcomer of the year for 2018. 
But she mm-hmm. passed on the torch to Brother O, who's an yes. overcomer year for 2019. So when I tell you that two of the greatest people in the world to me are overcomers <laughs> of the year, that's what I saw. Y'all just yes. talking to a bunch of award-winning people tonight. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. I yes. brought home the Community Tell Service them. Award of the Year for my documentary, a Janine Hall story on YouTube. We are reaching almost 45,000 views. Come through when I tell you, God. Come through, God. Come through. So y'all talking to a bunch of award winners tonight. We're going to have our other feature, Mr. Gregory McKnight Jr., who was also an award winner. He won Entertainer of the Year from California. Y'all better come on, man. Y'all talking to some award winning people tonight, man. We ain't playing with y'all. We got playing. This is how we do. Look, ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the Thelma and Louisa poetry. My sister, Ms. Janine Nina Purple Hall, and myself, the Princess of Poetry, are taking over voices behind the pens. We got a new format. We're going to have different features that we'll be interviewing. If you know of a poet or somebody who wants to tell their story, you need to get in contact with either one of us so that we can spotlight them. We want to hear all about what's going on in the poetry world, and we have the radio show when nobody else has the radio show, because we have done this show on the road, traveling, never missed a beat. So this Selma and Louise is about to take you on a poetic journey where you get to hear some of the backstories of some of these amazing award-winning poets and people who are doing big things in the poetry community. So if you are not our friend on Facebook, make sure that you friend us. You can friend me under the Princess of Poetry or Janelle Strickland, and you can find my sister, Janine Nina Hall, on Facebook as well. Inbox us, tell us about the poets you know and the story that you would like to help them tell, and we'll make sure that it happens because that's what the Thelma and Louisa poetry do. We help other people get their stories and their art and their craft out there, and I'm sure there's a lot of poets who have amazing stories to tell about how they write and what inspires them. And we're just going to kick it off with two of them tonight. That's Brother O, the professor of poetry, and Greg McKnight, Jr. out of California. So we're going almost from one coast to the other one, sis. Yeah, we are. I'm, sure, we worldwide. I'm in we North Carolina we're on one coast. <laughs> Y'all talking to some worldwide Award-winning poet. So, so for now on, when y'all address us, now I'm just playing. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure y'all say award-winning. Whatever we did, make sure y'all say that. You feel what I'm? Just make sure y'all say that. We are national award-winning poets. We have national credentials that say that we know what we're doing when it comes to this poetry thing. And we just Amen. want to help other people get to that same place by bringing up Amen. our voices behind the pens. So that Amen. We can hear, Why is it that you won this award? Tell me something. Share some poetry. Let me hear your story. 
because I want to know how is it that Brother O became Overcomer of the Year, and I definitely need to find out about Greg McKnight Jr. and this uh, Entertainer of the Year. I'm sure he put in some serious work to get there, and we want to hear all about his story on tonight. He cold. He cold. He is cold. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about he cold. He came. Hey, baby, he came in that award show with that blue suit on. The man was sharp, baby. The man he was, was sharp. Not even sharp. Yeah. He was sharp. S H O B. The man was sharp. And then when he performed, <laughs> when he performed, he said I, he did a piece. I guess inspired like by Tupac or something, baby. Mm-hmm. When I tell you. Hey. I see why so the man he, won Entertainer of the Year. He cold, baby. He cold. So we're going to get on to the show. We're going to get on to the show. We got a couple of callers on the line. I see we yes. got our brother O on the line. Let me see. Yes. Second caller. When you hear you are unmuted, I want you to state your name. Well, you ain't got to state your name. We know who you are. What's going on, brother O? I am wonderful, Hi. love. How are you? Oh, I'm I'm doing doing pretty good. That's what I'm yes. talking about. Man, I let me tell you something. When when I read your post hey, that yeah. you on Facebook yesterday, that long post you put on Facebook yesterday, man, I had a, I had a tear falling down my eye because I I just. You, 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 man, you have overcame so much, brother. Oh, and it's stuff that keep coming at you, but you like got your, 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 got your dukes up. Like, come on, come on. I'm going to knock you out too. Come on. I'm going to knock you out too. Whatever coming my way, I'm going to knock you out. Because at the end of the day, ain't nothing finna defeat you, brother. Oh, because you don't defeated every obstacle that has came your way. That's why you are 2019 Overcomer of the Year. That's why I nominated yeah. my brother O for, uh, for Overcomer yeah. of the Year because you freaking deserve it. And I'm so yeah. proud of you. We are, so, we, are, we are so proud of you. Thank you, brother. Yes, brother O. Thank you. Living miracle. You are amazing, my friend. I absolutely love it. From one warrior to another, congratulations on such an amazing win. And I can't wait until our listeners can hear some of the backstory as to why you are Overcomer of the Year. Oh, my goodness. It is good to hear your voice, and thank you for joining us tonight um, for your interview. So we're going to go ahead and get started. You ready? I'm ready as ever. Hold on a second, sis. Hold on. I think this is our uh, other feature. Hold on. I'm about to bring him on. Okay. Too. Hold on a second. Get him on there. 619, if you hear you are unmuted, state your name and where you're calling from. Oh, this is Greg McKnight Jr. There he oh, is. Hey, there he is. You know, National well, Spoken Word well, Entertainer of the Year. Yes. You know, yes. So Peace we Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings, Princess of poetry. I haven't met you in person, but I have heard some amazing things about you, and I cannot wait for us to get into your portion of the interview, so I can hear all about this entertainer of the year. Oh yeah, for sure. Looking definitely, to definitely. Glad to be here. Definitely an honor. Definitely an honor to be here. To be here with y'all. Yeah. So. 
Well, we are honored to have you. We are so honored to have you. We are going to start the interviews with Brother O, and then we will come right back with yours. But please make sure you stay on the line. You guys share on Facebook and let them know that you are on Voices Behind the Pins and that they need to to, uh, call in and hear your story about what makes you guys national award-winning poets, okay? Yes, ma'am. All righty. So since you ready for me to start the interview with Brother O? I'm ready. All right, Brother O, my first question to you on this evening, my fellow living miracle. Tell us how you actually got started in poetry. I actually got started in poetry uh, 2008 after the death, tragic death of one of my young cousins. And at the time, I was uh, dealing with dealing with healthy issues, more health issues, and uh, just needed uh, just need just needed direction in my life, really, because I didn't mm-hmm. know where I was going to go. Because I had to resign from my job is job working with kids and uh, just I was just looking for, I was just looking for something I was just look looking for something that's just so I can find my time. Mm-hmm. Wow! And uh, yeah. I, and then I did and then one day. One day I was reading, I just stumbled across a book of poetry, like a book of those old, uh, book of those old love poems that were written back in the 18th century, and it really inspired me to, to get started. Plus, plus, uh, I needed to, I needed to tell my story. How it would come so much. Mm-hmm. So that's how I really, really how I got started. And then I started started writing and and poetry actually changed my life. It actually changed my life for the better. It gave me a a vehicle to express myself because I'm not the people really Really know me? No, I'm not a not much of a talker off the mm-hmm. stage. I think I believe that I created the brother opsana to. Cause like he is the opposite. He 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 is the more confident side of myself, you know. And uh, I just just decided, well, why not? Mm-hmm. Hey Lord, why not? Well, why not? Let's let's go ahead and try to see see how it goes. Mhm. Wow, that's amazing. I find in my travels and in poetry that a lot of people turn to poetry as an outlet for things that they are going through in life, and it literally has saved the lives of so many poets. Um, with that being said, in your poetry experience, 
what is one of your favorite pieces that you wrote and why? Uh-huh. Actually, one of my, one of my, I mean, if I if I had a favorite favorite poem, it would be it said I wouldn't. It really uh got me got me on the map in the Chicago back in 2011. Like I was uh, mm-hmm. I actually got my start in 2010, and uh, the illustrious. President of POET Black Guys challenged me to write about something that I overcame, no matter mm-hmm. how painful it was. And uh, it sat down back in May in 2011. That's where they said I wouldn't came from. When I posted it eight years ago, it blew people away. Well, wow. I was, I was even, I was, I was even shot myself. <laughs> I said, "Oh yes," I said, "Oh yeah," I finally, oh yeah, and I knew that, I knew that doing poetry was actually uh, my calling in life. Actually, mm-hmm. Wow, that is wonderful, wonderful. Well, we're going to have you to share some poetry with us, so if that is one of the poems you'd like to share, we would love to hear it. Now, my next question to you is, we've talked about it, and people have seen the pictures on Facebook of their huge trophy for Overcomer of the Year at the National Spoken Word Awards. I personally know what it feels like to win that award for winning it the year before you. But our audience may not fully understand what that experience is like and why. So I want you to tap in and bring our listeners in to what it feels like to win that award and tell them why it was so important for you to win. Tell them the backstory of the Overcomer of the Year for 2019? I get, uh, I get, uh, tell you that, um, anything, anything, any great blessing comes great challenges. Mm-hmm. So in order to, so I had to go through this year alone to, Major boxes, major boss in my health, and uh, it really, it really, those episodes really developed my mental toughness. It really increased my faith tenfold, actually a hundredfold. And actually, mm-hmm. it actually increased my broad determination, the tenacity. So big things like that don't come easy. And I'll tell I'll tell you this audience, nothing in life will come easy. You're gonna you're gonna get because as I've often heard, behind the levels and the devil. Mm-hmm. So that's why Satan was coming hard after me like he did. He tried mm-hmm. to try to take me up out of here. But he didn't he didn't succeed. And then when I when I looked at that big, that big, big award, 
I said, I thought to myself, I'm going to win this thing tonight. So I actually took a picture with the award as a, as a, I said, since I believed I was going to win over coming of the year, now why not take a picture with that big trophy and mm-hmm. just and just and just put put the pitch out there? Wow, Princess Fortune, when I tell you, the responses <laughs> was positive. The responses mm-hmm. like was like that man. Des- people like that man deserves it. Yeah, all I've been through this year, after all the challenges, all the obstacles, all all that I've been through. Mm-hmm. I am the defin- true definition of over- overcomer, and, and, and the people and the people don't don't believe that for themselves. They need to talk to me. They, they, they need to have a conversation with me for at least one hour talking about talking about what they're going through is major. Mm-hmm. And, I, I was, and I was saying to people like that, you don't know what you're made of until you go through some really major stuff in life. I ain't talking about having the cold and and uh Having the uh, pain, pain, and pain, having minor pain in your body like a muscle ache. I'm talking about renal failure. I'm talking about nearly being diagnosed with a tumor. Mm. I'm wow. talking about experiencing. I'm talking about experiencing close calls in your life. Mm-hmm. That, that that that's what, what people that's what people really really need to understand in order to order to get the great blessings in your life you have to overcome great challenges. You can mm-hmm. ask anybody anybody that's a leader. They'll tell you the same thing that I would. Talk to me for now. This is what I have to say. And I after 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 this is me for one hour, we'll come away and spot a cry or have me have me to hold you while you cry crying in my shoulders. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. They always say that when you experience health challenges that can take you out of here, it gives you a different vantage point in life. And with you being such an amazing poet, how did that translate into your poetry um, once you went through those health challenges and you started writing again? How did that actually impact your writing? Only, only became more powerful. I've actually gotten, I've actually gotten, gotten, I've actually gotten, it was like, God, exponentially increased my writing, the talent, the power behind my words. Mm-hmm. Every time wow. people hear me speak, it's like, is it, man, brother, you got power behind your words. 
<laughs> yeah. Where you get that power? Where you get that from? I said, only God bless you with that challenge. Mm-hmm. You got to find yours. So, it made it more powerful. That is awesome. Well, with that said, we're about halfway through your interview. Do you mind sharing some of that power for poetry with us now? And then we'll pick up with the questions after you finish. Well, since I mentioned about experiencing close calls, I'm going to do a poem I actually wrote while I was at the the skill rehab facility, Close Calls. This is a title titled this this first poem. Awesome. One day the sons of God presented themselves before the Lord and Satan came along with them. And God asked Satan, where have you come from? What are you doing here? And Satan replied to the Lord, I'm going to and fro in the earth and walking up and down on it. And God said unto Satan, Have you considered my son, Omar, a.k.a. Brother O? But he is one of my strongest soldiers and dedicated servants. And Satan answered the Lord, does this righteous man fear you or not? Have you put a hedge of protection around him on every side and bless him to do great works? But I will attack himself and afflict Omar to the point where he will turn his back on you and he will curse you for allowing it to happen to him. And God said unto Satan, No, you will not kill this man. But his life is in my hands, so you will spare his life. You can do what do what you do, spare his life. So Satan departed from the presence of the Lord. My dear brothers and sisters, as I would encapsulate 2019, this year will be one where I experienced two close calls. Jaden is incompetent imbeciles had a golden opportunity to take me up out of here twice as of my birthday. But once again, the diabolical plans are thwarted, and their mission to real God's plans for my life fell miserably. It was the 20th of June of 2019. That morning, I was perfectly fine. The next minute, I experienced dizziness, nausea, now, I could barely walk. Once again, I was transported to the ER. This time I was diagnosed with two brain lesions and contracted a serious bacteria infection while I was in the hospital. That evening, I was transferred to another hospital placed in intensive care unit. You know, I had movement in both. My up and lower extremities, I couldn't even sit up and walk. I felt like a man became a quadriplegic. I had to have assistance in sitting, sitting up, standing up, and going to the bathroom. My speech 
was more slurred. It was equivalent of talking to a drunk man. A short-term memory was affected, too. And for many brothers and sisters, Brother O, the overcoming the year was in dire straits. The neurologist assigned me what a several CAT scans determined whether I either had a brain lesion or a tumor. He said the worst case scenario would be cancer. Since the CAT scans could not show clear evidence of anything, nor search that to perform a brain biopsy on the lesional of the lesion of my frontal lobe. At the biopsy was performed, it was determined. But by the grace of God, only had two brain lesions caused by a bacterial infection and blood thinners. Brothers and sisters, your brother dies in major bullet. The only things that were affected were my balance and mobility. After being discharged from the hospital, I was transferred to an acute rehabilitation unit to begin a grueling regimen of physical and occupational therapy along with speech therapy to regain my ability to walk and to talk coherently again. My dear brothers and sisters, let me tell you about a few of the miracles that I experienced. I went from completely being unable to walk to rolling around in the wheelchair to completely regaining my ability to walk in less than a month. I don't have any tumors or no cancer. The, the, the infections that were there are no longer in my body. My balance and mobility were completely restored. My speech has returned to its normal patterns. I did not need a wheelchair, walk, or a cane to help me walk. And I lost and I lost thirty-five pounds too. My dear brothers and sisters, I experienced so many close calls in my life. But God God, for some reason, would not allow certain things to happen to me. And he blocked many attacks in order to spare my life. And at the end of the day, brothers and sisters, no matter what Satan tries to do to me, no matter how many tricks he has up his sleeve, I'm still alive and thriving while laughing in his face. That's that first piece. Wow. Sis, what do you think about that poem? Brother, oh, you, um, man, I, I'm over here speechless. I'm, I was just eating me some popcorn, honey, like I was at the, <laughs> like, I saw, like I was at the movie theater. I was sitting there, got my legs crossed, I'm laying back on the couch to relax, got my popcorn. Mm. Let me tell you something, brother. Um, that piece. Mm. That's that piece. Mm. That is definitely that piece. Man, let me tell you something. God got such a anointing on your life. He just got 
Man, he you you ain't going nowhere, no time soon. So the devil might as well sit down somewhere, cause we ain't going, we ain't going, you ain't going. Not at gunpoint. He might as well sit down somewhere and leave you alone, get a off for you, because God got a calling for your life, man. He got so much stuff that he wants you to do. You ain't even started doing it yet. It's gonna be so much stuff. It might be a little overwhelming. All the stuff that he got you finna get ready to do right now. You bigger than features, bigger than open mics. You bigger than all that. It's a it's it's a calling that he got you. He wants you to be able to reach other people that man he can't reach. That's gonna be your ministry. You finna what you just went through is gonna be a whole ministry for you right now. I'm I'm just mm-hmm. telling you, not you finna be ain't no more open mics. I mean the, the poems they cool, but ain't no ain't finna be no more of that. I mean you gonna still be doing like open mics here and now and then or whatever. But God got right. something so much bigger for you right now. He got a, a job for you to do, brother. Oh, you just need to get ready. You need to get ready, baby, because it's coming. I want a job well done. Like I said, I'm so proud. I'm so, so proud of you. I was sitting up there because I had called Black Ice. I said, Ice, I want to nominate Brother O for Overcomer of the Year. What do I need to do to do it? He told me what to do. I said, okay, bye. And literally hung up on him and hurried up and, and, and nominated you for that for the award because you deserve it, man. You deserve it. You deserve it. And on behalf of Voices Behind the Pins, again, we want to say thank you for nominating us. Because we won together, brother. Yeah. I was sitting yeah. there. They, I didn't even give them a chance to finish saying my name. I was screaming, ah! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> so, man. Yeah. So, job well done, man. I just want to say God bless you. We love you. And, uh, man, you well deserving of that award. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Gregory, do you want to comment on Brother O's poem? Oh, that was uh, that was healing. That was definitely mm-hmm. healing in that, Brother O. So, um, yeah, man, that when you when you had said before before the the poem, the crying into my shoulders, like let me, like I talked to you for like an hour for some x amount of time, like how you crying to my shoulders, like man, I, I feel like we. We live in a world where, like, you know, we as men, you know, especially as black men, it's like, like we we can't show like our emotions, you know what I'm saying? Because when we show our emotions, right. when we become that's when we look at susceptible or weak, you know what I'm saying? So like, man, like that that poem right there was so healing. Like I I could have shed a tear just now, you know what I'm saying? Literally, I I could have shed a tear. Like that's how that's just my stilo, you know what I'm saying? I would go into like, you know, which yeah, that was definitely a healing peace, man, and, you know, for you, you definitely are the definition of the award that you won, you know, as an overcomer, so, man, just, you know, continue, continue blessings and guidance on your path and your journey with God, Brother O, because, mm-hmm. man, you are chosen, you know, you are very touched, very blessed with what you write and how you, how you eloquate it, so. And you doing what you're doing. You have a very powerful, powerful voice and a powerful pen. Yeah. Yes, brother. Oh, yes, you inspire and uplift and encourage 
everybody. And that's one of the things that I absolutely adore about you, no matter who it is, no matter what it is, what the event, you are always pushing everybody else and what everybody else is doing. And it is good to finally be able to push you in winning the Overcomer of the Year Award for 2019. Now I have just a few more questions for you. Now, we've probably got a lot of new and young poets who are listening in on the interview. So, Brother O, if a new poet came to you and they're saying, look, I want to do what you do. I want to learn about poetry. This is something that I feel like I'm being led to do. What advice would you give that young poet who is just starting out? My advice would be just be yourself. Don't try to be like the next, uh, next black guys, because Ice is a is a he's one of the greatest poets ever come from the city of Chicago, and I'll tell him or her that you have to be yourself. You have to work on your craft, mm-hmm. and uh, <clears throat> you have to put you have to put in. The, you got to write, you got to put in the time, you got to get out here, get exposure, you, you got to learn how to overcome your fear of public speaking, you got to, you got to get out here and grind, mm-hmm. because there's nobody is going to give you anything, nobody's going to get an opportunity, so... You have you have to you have to you have to work at it if you're really serious about doing it. And I I help you any way I can, but you have to work. That's it. That's all. That is amazing advice coming from someone of your experience and wisdom. Um, Speaking of work, now, we're almost to the end of the year. We we are literally on the cusp of 2020. Just a few more months and we'll be into a new year. So I know you're working on some stuff. Tell us what we can expect from you in 2020, if you can give us a hint as to what Brother O is working on next. Yeah, working a lot of new new material. Working on my working on my first book, and uh, it's it's gonna be when it comes out. It's gonna be well. It's gonna be. I want this thing to be one of the best selling books out there. I want this thing to be a bestseller because I always have high expectations for myself. I always had the mindset uh if I don't you know, win over come of the year, what's next? What else can I accomplish? That's my yeah. my mentality is so since everything I've been through this year is mm-hmm. setting up for my come my great comeback. Yeah, Friday, twenty twenty. They see brother O, the comeback poet of twenty twenty. 
Look, Chess, we're going to have to um, get a new category for Brother O. We're going to have to see if we can create that for him. Okay. Uh. <laughs> exactly. Did you have any questions for Brother O before we get him to uh, share his second piece and give his um, contact information and tell us about anything he's got coming up? Do you want to ask him any questions, any comments, or share anything? I just want to say, um, now nah, I don't have any questions. You covered all those. I just want to say, uh, great job, brother. That's some good advice because that's literally the advice that I give people when people ask me about, uh, you know, when they uh, just coming on the scene and when people ask me about, you know, stage presence, I just tell people the same thing. I've been saying the same thing, I think, for 30 years now. Um the way you felt when you wrote that piece, that's the way you deliver it on stage. Because, see, poetry can be cutthroat. This is a cutthroat game. You know what I mean? It, it, it really can. Oh, yeah. And people can be in your face smiling one minute, and the next I'm talking about your back ain't even turned sideways yet, and they stabbing you in it. So, and this, I don't see in this poetry scene break a lot of people down. I don't see in this poetry scene make a lot of people leave. Make a lot of people come back. I don't seen this poetry scene break up a lot of relationships. I don't seen this poetry scene break up a lot of friendships. And um, it's 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 throat. So at the end of the day, you got to be able to stand stand in your own truth. You got to be able to stand on your square and don't let nobody knock you off your square because people will try it. And if you're not strong enough, they will succeed in doing it. So I just say that's some good advice that yeah. you, uh, you gave. I just wanted to add on to it, uh, piggyback off of you and add on to it. Uh, but, man, thank you again for nominating us. Thank you again for being our feature. And, man, you know I love you and ain't nothing you can do about it. Not a thing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, brother, oh, in completing your interview, I want you to tell us, any bookings, shows, features that you have coming up in the uh, next month, and then give us your second piece, please. The floor and the mic is yours. Well, right now, brothers and sisters, I'm I'm in the process of just working my way, working my way back, working my way back to doing the uh, open mics that. I, I support on a regular basis, and uh, I'm just going to continue to learn everything I can. So, got a couple open mic appearances this weekend. Mm-hmm. So, so, I really my my thing right now is just to get back, get back, and get back to get back to uh, where I was and. In 2018, I was, uh, that is, that is really good run last year. And then this year is just one thing after another. But I don't, no matter, no matter, no matter uh, how life, what life throws at you, you got to stand mm-hmm. strong. You got to, you, you got to be that that rock, the steady force, as Nina would tell you, Nina, doing the same 30 years, tell you, this poetry scene session in Chicago is, 
It's rough. It's rough. And I, I didn't survive for a decade without as people come at me, people hate on me and things like that. But uh, you, you have to, you have to be mentally tough in order to be surviving this poor today. Because if you ain't, you going, you going to, you going to want end up quitting all together, going crazy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh, it happens every my, 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 my philosophy is stay the course. If you really, if you really call to do something, you got to stay the course. Wow, that is amazing advice. Amen. Now, if somebody yes, wants to book you, if somebody wants to follow you, um, please tell our listeners how they can get in contact for you, with you um, to stay on top of what you're doing, your book that's going to be coming out soon, and how they can um, reach you if they need to book you for performances. Give our listeners that information so that they'll know how to reach out to you. Okay, I can be found on Facebook on Omar Brother O'Gavin. And uh, I have two uh, two email addresses, brother 1975 at yahoo.com. Omar Gavin, my government name at gmail.com, and my cell phone number 219-433-4503. And I'm... Taking, I'm seeking, I'm seeking opportunities which I feel that, which I feel are appropriate for, for appropriate for someone in my statue. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, guys, you got that con- that uh, contact information to reach out to Brother O if you want to follow him, find out where he's performing, how to get his new book that's going to be coming out or just to support him and encourage him as he continues to walk in victory. So, Brother O, would you close out your interview with one more piece of poetry, please? Well, since since so talking about me being an overcomer, I'm not just overcoming the year. I'm overcoming for I'm overcoming daily. Yes. So, this is natural born overcoming the title of my second piece. According to dictionary, an overcoming is defined as a man or woman who got the better of the challenges in his or her life. A man or woman who has repeatedly conquered the odds. A man or woman who has repeatedly survived traumatic or life-threatening situations. And a man or woman who shines to live life to the fullest despite their current situations. My dear brothers and sisters, I'm the epitome of natural born overcomer who has repeatedly conquered challenges, repeatedly hurled over obstacles, Repeatedly defied the odds and repeatedly knocked down walls to accomplish and achieve many great feats in my life. So 
So allow me to go into a brief synopsis of what I've overcome since birth. Overcoming living as a black man in America, despite facing perils, traps, threats, and dangers, I survived all those and then some by God's grace, favor, and mercy. Overcoming numerous heart surgeries and a host of numerous medical conditions because I've already proclaimed that by his stripes I am healed. My strong faith in God has carried me through every affliction, sickness, and illness. I've overcome a speech impairment because I was an avid real faith in which a library to acquire knowledge and practice reading books out loud over and over again until my speech impairment was barely noticeable. Every time you hear me perform poetry live, a person on the radio, I speak with clarity, and I might add, I'm a very articulate brother who has complete command of the English language. I'm overcome of being subjected to bullying. I was a young man who was made fun of, ridiculed, and laughed at. I was a young man with low self-esteem and self-confidence. I was a young man with a lot of anger and hate in my spirit that was focused on seeking retribution daily. I learned to fight back and stand up for myself by facing my bullies head on without fear. After all, it was said and done, it didn't bother me no more because I scared them after death. And I earned their respect. I'm overcome of being an underachiever. I was a C student in high school, graduated from college with a 3.2 GPA. After Working a series of jobs, I was called by God to start my spoken word ministry as allowed me to prosper and flourish into a multi-award-winning poet and author who was counting the hearts of thousands of people nationwide in my unconventional brand of poetry. I overcome her being dumped rejected by several women. But every woman turned me down and let me be my queen. Every woman dumped me missed out on a golden opportunity to experience what a real man is like. I have cried many tears and experienced numerous seasons of loneliness because yours truly will not accept anything else less than Proverbs 31, chapter 31 woman. Yes, even a great brother like myself has had to experience some some no good females, or for me to experience true love by that one God fearing, that special God fearing that was meant to enhance while already having complimented me, not to complete me. My dear brothers and sisters, these are just a few of the things I've had to overcome. So, since it's only befitting, you are now speaking to and listen to the 2019 National Spoken Word Award for Overcome of the Year. I've overcome a lot in my life, and quite frankly, I deserve that award. If there's one poor in America who is the, if there's one man in America 
who is willing to sit down with anybody so I can tell my experiences about being a lifelong overcomer, you are talking to me. And that brother is yours truly, Brother of the Living Miracle and Professor Poetry. That's at peace. Awesome, 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 sis. What do you have to say about that one? Man, job well done. Job well done, brother. Oh, like I say, to to know you is to love you. You feel what I'm saying? To know you is to love you because you're so loyal and you're just so honest and you're so genuine. You know what I mean? You just like, you're not just only an awesome poet, but you're just a, a great, awesome friend as well. So as you know, I you know I hey, all I gotta say is you know I love you. That's all I gotta say. I love you, and man, God bless you. God bless you. You do, Nina. I appreciate it. Appreciate it, sis. Yeah. Thank you so much, Brother O, for coming on and sharing your story and sharing your poetry. You definitely live up to the title, The Professor of Poetry, and sharing much wisdom and sharing life lessons before we um before we let him go let me see we got uh a caller that's been on the line for a while let me see if they want to come in or say something about brother oh hold on one second okay hold on brother 215 thank you sweetheart for being so patient if you hear that you unmuted please state your name and where you calling from Hey, what's going on, P-O-E-T? <laughs> Those is our K Spade, representing Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the DSR CEO, and uh, I think I got my resume on there. <laughs> you, are, you already know. What's going on, brother? <laughs> hey, what's going on, you know? Hey, brother O here on the interview, man. Congratulations on your feature, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate it, brother. Hey, no doubt, man. No doubt. You know, uh, brother O is definitely a poet of value. You know, we always call him the professor of poetry or, you know, from my neck of the woods. And uh, every time he comes through, he's spitting messages. I mean, he's teaching us. You know, this feels like classes in session every time he calls in <laughs> the different shows and all the support, man. You know, so much respect to you, man. Thanks, brother Kane. Much respect to you, brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I just, I just, I'm just loving all this, all this brother energy on the line tonight, and everybody's yeah. so positive. Y'all so positive. I just love it. I love it. I love it, man. <laughs> I am just sitting yeah. back. Hey, I don't got a little bit lower on my couch. I'm really laying back now. <laughs> I'm just laying back, listening to all this positivity on this line tonight, man. I love it. I pray that it is that it is contagious not just on the radio show, but to every poetry community around the world. Everybody keep it positive and keep it supportive and keep it moving. Brother O, I know from meeting you 
face-to-face and talking to you even when I was in the hospital, when you checked on me. I thank God for the amazing person that you are and the gift that you keep on giving to the poetry communities and to everybody that hears and listens to you. I'm going to give you what I call the poetic blessing. May your journals never be full and your pens never run out of ink so that you can continue to share everything that God has placed in you to help everybody who is listening and waiting for that next piece coming from you. So congratulations again for winning the Overcomer of the Year Award. It is much deserved, and I look forward to hearing about all the other victories that you're going to have in your life. Do you have any final words? I would like to thank you and Sister Nina for blessing me with this opportunity to uh, be on Voices Behind the Pen. And uh, I just just believe that all that I've been through mm-hmm. is a setup, a setup by God to tomorrow to do my awesome works to me, marvelous works to me. Yes, and. Uh, Approaching ten years, approaching ten years in twenty twenty, I feel that it's time to take time for me to take my poetry crap up a notch. Mm-hmm. I'm a national spoken word award winner, so I take it up a notch. No more, no more, no more just doing open mics and. Uh, just having small features, I need to say it's time for me to report shit in front of hundreds and thousands of people and already and already uh envision it envisioned that already. Yes. Well we well, are I looking just, for Go ahead. Mm, I just I just think it's cool that you guys Sis, for you to have won that award last year and then for you to pass the torch to Brother O this year, I just think it's amazing because, honestly, two, both of you guys are some serious overcomers. Both of you guys have experienced so much in y'all life, and every day is a struggle. Every day is a fight for you guys. You guys got to fight every day of y'all life, and it, I think it's just the coolest, you know, thing ever for both of you guys because both of you guys are well deserving of that award and man I just want to say God bless you guys because they wanted me to be nominated for Overcome of the Year I told them uh-uh uh-uh I'm good let me let me nominate somebody that I feel like deserve it give me the community service that that's that's the one I want and I don't even know who well I, I finally found out who nominated me for that award because I didn't know Mm-hmm. But I finally found out, and to win that was just that, and 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 this one for the for the radio show. Those two meant the most to me <clears throat> because a lot of people, you know, was like, "Well, you didn't win the, uh, you know, the 
the uh, spoken word artist of the year. That didn't mean nothing to me. I really just didn't care. You know what I mean? I've been doing this for 30 years, so I know who I am when it comes to poetry. You ain't got to tell me that I'm the best or not the best spoken word female. It don't matter to me. But the community service, and because I've been, and, I'm, and I still haven't stopped. I still got a lot of work to do in October. You know, for my with my documentary and everything. So, those you know, when 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 somebody give you an award that fits your life or that fits mm-hmm. something that you do all the time, that's special. That means something to you because you know what I mean. Because you fight so hard to do what you do in your life. Some people fight so hard to live. Some people fight so hard, you know, to 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 breathe or to you know to to get their messages out to with to people. And for you to win an award that fits that, that just means something, you know, something extra special. So I just want to say again, thank you, brother, for calling in. Love you. You uh, deserve that award. And God bless you, babe. Yes. Thanks, Thank you. Thank you, thank you brother O, so much. Please stay on the line as we continue with the uh, award-winning Voices Behind the Pens Um we're going to move on to our next featured artist, and I'm going to let my sister introduce him, and I'll pick up with the questions when she indicates she's ready. So, sis, please introduce the next poet that we are going to be featuring on tonight. Before I do that, sis, uh, Kane Spade, did you want to do a piece of something, brother? Or did you, you got time to hang out with us on the line for a while? Actually, no, I can't hang that long, but I do got a little piece for y'all, me, if y'all ready for that. Yeah, we ready for it. All right. I'm going to give y'all this piece called Now, What's on Your Mind? This piece is in accordance to, uh, you know, something you see on Facebook. Before you start to write anything on Facebook, they keep asking Uh you what's on your mind. So that's where this piece is from. I'm on my profile. When I want to write something, the first thing they ask is, what's on your mind? Have you ever thought about how deep this question can be? I mean, my mind is like the ocean. Endless have to stop thinking just to take a moment to live, for instance, and a moment to take in what's going on around me. What's on my mind? Your life's problems. Relationships always there is something to write about. Friends who you thought was friends, family you divide depended on who you can trust. Financial stability. Poverty is the enemy. Hunger, hopefully you will not go hungry or thirsty, meaning drinking fluids, not quoting internet slang. What's on my mind? Will black-on-black crime ever stop? Will there be a change? Will politics, will politicians ever give a damn or even not be corrupted? Some people may say, why ask a question with a question? I do this because I still seek answers. Thinking will greed continue to be the human condition? Will sins of the flesh, like the Roman infection, continue to infect America? 
Knowing I will never be like Caligula What's on my mind? Will I ever stop with the influence of the pen? Thinking what if poetry came to an end? When I keep knocking on the door of knowledge, will it ever stop letting me in? That last line got me lost with the pen. If all sin was put to an end, then I would have a reason to put down my pen. Now what's on your mind? And that's always from DSR all damn day. Yeah, and that's that piece. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? I be wanting to do that too. I be like, they always say, what's on your mind? Sometimes I be wanting to say, like, a start off a post with, what's on my mind is. You know what I mean? I be wanting to do that so bad. That's funny. So somebody finally did a piece about what's on your mind. Cool. Power, power, and power. We love you, brother. Hey, love y'all too. You know, already uh, posted what's going on with DSR right on your uh, right on your page, uh, Nina Purple. So y'all can check that out. And, okay. Uh, you know, keep doing y'all thing at POET. Much love and respect to everybody on the line here. Thank you, brother. Thank God you. bless. You're welcome. You're welcome. Don't be no stranger. Well, I won't. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah. So if you can hold on for a second, that's fine. If you got to go, we understand. Uh, thank you so much for calling in. We do appreciate you. All right. Guys, that was Kane Spade calling in all the way from Philadelphia, right, brother? Pennsylvania? Yes, indeed. Yes, I'm going to have to come up there and visit y'all one day. So I could be Nina from the block. Hey, Nina from the block. <laughs> I have to come up there and visit y'all one day. Yes. So, um, you guys, you are listening. That was Kane Spade calling all the way from Philly, man. Always calling in a supporter. Us. Always calling in dropping them hot pieces. He like our first cousin on this radio show. So we just like want to say thank you for being a part of the family, for being so supportive uh, to us. We want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Uh, yeah. So guys, you are listening. You're tuning in to the four-time award-winning POET radio. This is the first-time award-winning voices behind the pins. We are the Thelma and Louise of Poetry. I'm your girl, Nina Purple. I'm joined by my girl, the Princess of Poetry. We got our two high features tonight on the line. We just heard from Brother O, spitting that knowledge and spitting that hotness. Now, without further ado, man, we got, to me, one of the, just, he, this brother just cold. I swear to God, he is. And he's such a nice person. He just so cool. You know what I mean? Just so cool. And you can just tell he has a good, calm like spirit, a good spirit, just a good person. Um, so I want to bring on my friend, my brother, Mr. Gregory McKnight Jr. all the way from Cali, y'all. Give it up one time Ooh. for my brother. He Ooh. won Key Entertainer Ooh. of the Year. Ooh. He ain't playing 
child. He came all the way from Cali. Went one little oh, order and said, Thank you. I'm taking this back home to California. Thank you very much. <laughs> man. Basically, as a matter of like, as like, like, you know, to be frank, like I'm I was born in Virginia. I was born okay. in Southeast Virginia. Wow. For Virginia. I was like three years old. Um, and I grew up in Virginia and I, I shipped out when I was eighteen when I joined the military and I got stationed in San Diego. I did my military training at um, Great Lakes in Illinois and then went down to Meridian, Mississippi to do my job training. I went out to San Diego and I was stationed out in San Diego ever since 2008, September 2008. And I've been out in San Diego to that whole duration of that time. So I am a two-coast two coast person, I would say. <laughs> Yes, from one coach to the other. Oh, my God. I used to live in California in uh, San Diego. I was a former military spouse. So I know that area pretty well. Okay. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Oh, my God. It was amazing. They could have kept the earthquakes, though. I'll sleep through those. I wasn't too used to it. Yeah, you just sleep through those. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's yeah, a little something. Yeah, I'm used to the earth moving under my feet, literally. <laughs> but yeah. we welcome you tonight. Thank you so much for joining us. I, like I said before, I have heard so many amazing things about you from my sister, Miss Nina Purple. So I just want to thank you for joining us. Like she said, on the award-winning Voices Behind the Pens, we do this every Monday, so we welcome you to come back at any time. But to jump right into your interview, now I need you to tell us, we, we need to figure out, leading up to this Entertainer of the Year, what got you started in poetry? Why did you even start writing? What got me started in writing? Um I, well, I didn't start writing spoken word per se till I was 19. So when I actually was in the military, I was in the barracks at the time, which is like a little dormitory that they have a stay in. Um, mm-hmm. And um, after a couple of weeks, like I wasn't, I was really kind of like isolating myself. I really wasn't hanging out with anybody at that time. And, um, uh, after like a couple of weeks, I started writing. You know, I was playing video games and, and watching movies and stuff, but like, I just out of nowhere, I started writing. And I started writing ferociously, like, vigorously, like, just carving through the, the page, you know, and, and within 10 minutes, I had a piece. And I dubbed it a spoken word. And I felt like it was God blessing me with that ability, that talent. And from that point on, me to just keep going from that point because what I had wrote in such a short amount of time, it kind of amazed, it amazed me because when I spit it, I was like, man, I wrote this in, in 10 minutes? Okay, yeah, that was kind of, yeah, yeah, I got to keep, you know, so I got to keep doing this because if I did that in 10 minutes, it was so much content, so much material within 10, uh, within 10 minutes. It was just, it was kind of astonishing at first because like, I'm like, wow, I first, that was when I had first started writing, and I was 19, so I've been writing for over 10 years now, a little wow. bit over 10 years, so yeah. 
That is amazing. Absolutely amazing. So you started writing when you were there in the military. Tell us about your your writing process. Um, poets write different ways, and they get inspired by different things. What does that look like for you? Man, my writing process pretty much is just put on a little jazz um, or instrumental or some piano sounds, mm-hmm. even some, like, just just uh, music with no words. So I create mm-hmm. my own – I'm creating my own orchestra. You know, I'm creating my own flow within it, and I'm allowing myself to kind of just get lost in it, you know, lost into it, and then kind of just make my mix. You know, I'm mix. I'm I'm making my own mix, like my own, like I'm I'm the DJ to my to my pen, you know, to the fingertips, you know, and it'll come out as a freestyle at first. I'll freestyle a few times, and then I'll be like, okay, it's time to write. Boom, let's go. Just write, just carve another one out. Mhm. Now, if someone was saying that they wanted to to learn to write poetry. Based on what you just said about your writing process, what would you advise them is the best way to write their own poetry? Search for yourself. You know, what works for me ain't going to work for you. You know what I'm saying? So you got to search for yourself. Your voice is important, and your words are important, and it's up to you to be able to string, string those two together in a dynamic a dynamic duo or a duet, you know what I'm saying? You have to be able to, it's a combination, your voice, your voice and your words. So they have to be able to come at the people direct and you have to be able to enunciate, you have to be able to project, um, change tones, rate, pitch, all of that, you know, so... But yeah, search for yourself, though, because, you know, search for your voice. You know, you got to search for your, like, your, for me, I spit from the spirit. So, like, when I do spit, when I do go in, I know it's a a spirit, you know, it's more than just me. So that's another level, you know, that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> we can on or off the air, you know what I'm saying? That's a whole other conversation. Yes. That could be like, that could go, that could go, you know. But you know, for the radio's purposes, um, you know, just find, search for yourself, and know, you know, yourself within your artistry. So no matter what anybody says on the outside, no matter you know whether, you know, you got supporters, haters, or lovers, or, you know, whatever the case may be, as long as you know your voice on, in within your artistry, you're going to be good. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be good you, for the long haul. So I would say that. Well, speaking of the long haul, I know that there has to be an amazing backstory behind your recent win for Entertainer of the Year. I know that it probably didn't happen overnight. So walk us through what that looks like from when you started out in poetry and what it took to get to this point to be recognized as Entertainer of the Year. Talk to us about that. 
So, first to get, in order to get this story, you had to get the whole backstory of the entertainment from me. So, in order to get the story, the poetry, the whole backstory, the entertainment, I naturally loved dancing when I was like three, four, five years old. So, I was dancing, you know, so this is it's, this is going to be entertainment right here. I was dancing at like three, four, five years. I got a cut over my eye, on my eyebrow, from dancing to Michael Jackson's Black and White, and I jumped off of my parents' bed in a glass... Ooh. Almost cut my eye out, my left eye. I literally have a, a literally have a, a a cut or a slice on my eyebrow where I lost my eye when I was like four years old. So that dance, I was like in seventh grade. In seventh or eighth grade, I was Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. I was like the leading, you know, person in that. And then before that, my mom took me to audition for the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. But that year, they when I auditioned, they canceled it. So I acted from 7th to 12th grade, and then after 12th grade, that's when I started doing uh, poetry. So mm-hmm. for me, it's a, combination, it's a combination of a multitude of things. I'm multifaceted. You know, anytime I go and I'm on a dance floor, I'm going to shut it down. If I hit mm-hmm. a stage... I'm going to shut it down. If I'm in front of a camera, I'm going to shut it down. I'm going to shut it down because that's what I do. Like, literally, that's what I do. Like, I came here, I showed up, it's going to be very entertaining. It's going to be very entertaining. That's what I do. That's what I love. Literally what Mm -hmm. I do. And to me, spoken word and poetry is an aspect of entertainment. So that's my foundation for me. That's just my foundation Primarily, but all aspects of the it, it sounds like we've got a little bit of um, interference in the background um, coming from you. Can you hear us okay? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, that's better. That's that's an amazing backstory about you becoming Entertainer of the Year, and I'm sure that it is very impressive to our listeners to hear that it it started out one way and it led you to where you are now. Um, What is the greatest lesson that you have learned from poetry? That it saves lives. Pretty much saves lives. It saved my life when this was my plan B. When at one t- mm-hmm. one point in time, spoken word or poetry was my mistress, and basketball was my wife. And I was cheating mm-hmm. on basketball with poetry. But then when I had an injury and I had a debilitating surgery, a career-altering surgery with basketball where I lost all my cartilage, mm-hmm. and I had surgery, uh, microfracture surgery, and my and my knee wasn't the same. I told myself, you know, in a depressed state, in a state of, you know, literally wanting to like let it all go, <laughs> let it all go, like literally made that transition. Kept t- t- telling myself, what what is it next? What's next for me? 
what I do mm-hmm. next because basketball, I'm done with it. I'm done with basketball. I don't want to be done with basketball. I love basketball because basketball was my love. That was my that was my that was my original that was like my original sports love. That was like my sports love. So um, with poetry, that's like my my artist love, my artistic love. So, but with basketball, um, basketball has meant so much to me in my life that it mm-hmm. was hard for me to let it go. It was hard for me to let it go, but I was able to transition into okay. I keep writing, and I know I keep writing these things. I did this performance on my shit for Black History Month, and then. Um, the next year I did another performance on my shit for Black History Month and some acting skits, and then I started doing open mics in San Diego 2016. Um, like a year later, like I started hosting. I started hosting like two different shows, and I started hosting my own show, and then I was like, man, I got the idea that I'm just going to go to L.A. because there's more opportunity out there. Went out to L.A., started doing a California tour where I hit Oakland, San Francisco, Beverly Hills, uh, what Crenshaw, Compton, Studio City, Norwalk, like all in California. And then mm-hmm. my daughter told me, Daddy, I don't want you to go to L.A. no more. I'm like, bet, cool. Move from, because uh, I was staying in Inglewood at the time during that tour. Moved back from mm-hmm. L.A., came down, then, you know, a few months later, find out I get nominated and not him. National spoken word entertainer of the year. It's like it's it's the grind. It's the work. Mm-hmm. It's the work. It's like it, it ain't nothing. Ain't nothing for me was given. Ain't nothing pretty about it. It's 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 grind work. It's hustle work. You know what I'm saying? Like it ain't all. I'm I'm definitely talented. I'm blessed. I'm gifted. But I definitely grind because like what I knew with basketball, I knew grind. Like I knew I knew I was the guy that I would die for basketball and save it before it went out of bounds. You know what I'm saying? I knew I was the guy that was going to crash the boards, you know, ferociously and get the putbacks. Like, I knew I was that guy. So I, I feel like I transitioned that mindset, that mentality of a baller into spoken word or into my, you know, into, into incorporating that as an entertainer. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, to me, it's just it's a nonstop grind. Like, there's no... Mm-hmm. There's no stopping me. There's no stopping me. It's like I'm an impenetrable force. Like I'm going to keep going no matter how I'm feeling, no matter what I'm thinking, I'm going to keep going. Like I'm literally going to keep going. Even if I fell asleep, I'm still going to keep going. Like it's stuff for me that's just move, continuing to move. I got a video on Facebook right now that's almost at 100,000 views. Like that's my most viral video right now. That's off of my performance, literally. So it's like. I'm not going to stop. You know, I'm not going to stop for any doubters. I ain't going to stop for any, I ain't going to stop for uh, relationships at some point level. You know, like, there's times mm-hmm. with my daughter, I have to let my daughter, like, my daughter know, like, look, Soleil, I'm about to go do this, but just know I'm doing this for you. That's my daughter's mm-hmm. name, Soleil. Like, I just know I'm doing this. When I went out to L.A., and I did that tour, and she was. I was. I went from seeing my daughter three, four, five times a, a week to like once or twice a month. It hurt. Yeah, it hurt. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I had a vision. I have a vision. I have a vision. I have a. I have a mindset of. I know that this, like, what I'm doing, 
it's very purposeful. I know it's very purposeful what I'm doing. So I have to, I got to move with how I'm going to move with it when I want to move with it. Not on anybody else's terms, but on my terms. Wow, that is amazing. Thank you for sharing that. Um, that gives us a glimpse into what it looks like to put in the work and to be consistent as an artist to solidify your place in the poetry community by being the entertainer of the year. And I'm sure that everybody who is listening wants to hear some poetry from the entertainer of the year. So, sir, can you go ahead and spit us a piece right now? All right. Um. <clears throat> what if I don't put a mask over my face Just like you hmm. What if I don't put a mask over my face Just like Just like if I don't put a mask over my face, just like you, clock's cool. If I put a mask over my face, just like, just like you, you. What if I don't put a mask over my face, just like you, dressed like you? The only difference is that the my attire is all black. Y'all been forcing all these killings. People bottling up their feelings. Emotions gone, mama gone, father behind bars. Y'all should stand so deep, we in the eight feet. Engulfed by the polyrhythmic vibrations. And pull us over, officer. We paying all the citations. Radio station still blurring that black nation. This the congregation. First we need to heal, recover, and we alleviate. Then we can bond with each other and don't disintegrate. Then on our terms, we can choose when we want to integrate. At first, I don't get aggravated. I've been faded, jaded, sedated, but you can never put a price tag on a black baby. That's priceless. Just for gold, you saying I was priceless? Human trafficking. All of my people of color just know that you the nicest. And the white folks, I don't hate y'all. I never did. I just need an apology from all of y'all. Nah, we don't need them handouts. But yeah, we need them reparations. And we need to desegregate. Because integration ain't been working. Decisions on our own accord is when it is been restored. Human rights ain't right if the humans ain't right. I'm a rapper, Todd made it shine so bright. Once, once we are all reconnected, it will no longer be a mystery. Etch my name in history, right between Marcus and Mark, Marcus and Malcolm, with Martin on the side. Why? Now, violence was not the way to go. If a man is bashing you, frisking you, condemning you, pistol whipping you, chopped up, soup stewing you, do I have to point him out? It's far and all. Rockefeller, Rothschild, why y'all been so greedy? Y'all taking the great land of Africa made it seem so filthy, like we were savages and uncivilized. And why is it taking so long for us to realize the fake lies really fake, guys? I put my hoodie on, I'm Trayvon Martin. But if they put a mask on, they Jason Voorhees. And Friday the 13th, whoever said that day was bad, look his ass back. It's the history that they stole from us and won't tell us because they cowards. But I'm taking them back for us now because now, my people, the time is ours. What if I don't put a mask over my face just like yours? Hmm. If I don't put a mask over my face just like 
If I don't put a mask over my face, just like yours, like school. If I don't put a mask over my face, just like you, just like you, you. Thank you. My God, my God, my God, my God. Wow. (laughs) I am literally speechless. And you know, I don't know too many people make me speechless. My God, my God, my God, my God. When I tell you, baby, that was some pow were oh my god that was some power that was a powerful message that was a power yo your interview i felt like you just gave us a whole testimony your interview you know what i mean uh man you man man Thank god you. bless your ministry yes oh, I can bless you. Love, but i I, I I really I'm I'm speechless, y'all. I really am. <laughs> we don't see that. <laughs> you do not see that out of my sister. You do not see that about. I really don't have. Only thing I can say is powerful. That's all I can say is power. God. There's a lot of wisdom in that piece, brother O. Would you like to share something about this poem? Oh, it was. Uh... Hello? Can you guys hear me? We hear you, baby. Uh, it was, um, man, that, that poem was, was, was powerful. Now, now I understand why Brother Greg is, was uh, awarded entertainment of the year. So I, I, I like the content of his poem. I like the high Started off and ended off with with the song and poem was powerful. Talked about a lot of stuff that's going on today. Mm-hmm. We need to hear more poems like that. Yes. Yeah. You know what? Thank to, you. Me, to me, the best poems are when you either writing about either your pain or somebody else's pain that you've been around. You know what I mean? Somebody else's pain that you know about and be able to turn it into your, make it your own. Those are the best pieces. And that's exactly what you just did. I don't know if you've ever experienced any wrongdoing from the police. I know I have as a female twice. And it, it didn't feel good because the first time it was mistaken identity the second time it was harassment, like literally harassment uh, two times. Um, and like I said, it did not feel good at all. Um, I've been arrested, never been arrested in my life, but I've been arrested before for something that I did not do. And then once they proved that I did not do it at the time, it was like, so I don't care now because I've been trying to tell you all along I didn't do it. You feel what I'm saying? I had to go through all of this just to prove to you that I didn't do it. But what I ended up doing was I flipped it. 
I like you said, you was doing uh, poems at a Black History thing. I did too. I was in jail though. I was in jail, and they had a Black History program. I did a, a piece for a Black History program, and they was calling me the Maya Angelou of the jail. Not only did I do that, I flipped it again. I said, okay, y'all. I said to myself, okay, I got, I got to do this. I can't cry about it. This is just gonna be one added to my resume. That's all it's gonna be. But I gotta flip this. I gotta turn this into something powerful. So what I did was I was the only and the first inmate to ever get a job for the same people that just arrested me. So now not only am I in your jail, but I'm working for your jail and I'm getting paid a paycheck every two weeks. Like y'all get paid, I'm getting paid too. Thank you very much. And uh, man, I, I, I flipped it. So now to this day, I still work with them. You know what I mean? I I, I took what happened to me. I, I brushed it off. And now I, I come back to give back to other people that might be going through stuff, you know, like I did, you know, mis, you know, mistaken identity harassment and being wrongfully, you know, arrested for something that you did not do. So, um, yeah. So I, I just want to say, even in meeting you, brother, you were just like, so powerful. So like I said, you're so nice, such a sweet person. And Thank if you. it's anything, anything that we, Voices Behind the Pen, me, the Princess of Poetry, Brother O, anything we can do for you, brother, anything you got going on, anything we can support, all the way from Chicago, Indiana, sis in North Carolina, anywhere we can, we can, anything we can do to support you. We got you. So, in saying that, why don't you tell us about your? Uh, I'm, I'm still gonna cash app you. I ain't forget. Tell everybody about your fundraising thing that you got going on. Oh, um, so yeah, as part of the show, like, you know, it's a free event. It's a, a free family affair, but like, definitely accept uh, donations. You know, saying in in regards to that because you know. It's not free. It's arts is not free, but it's just we offering that, you know, for the community as a free uh free family thing. But like, yeah, if anybody would like to make a donation, you can hit me on my Cash App or Venmo at uh G R E G M C K N I G H T J R at any time. Everything anything, everything is all appreciated. You know what I'm saying? So however small, how everything is a blessing to me, so me it's just uh whether you choose to give or share the show share the uh the flyer that i have that i have surfacing on facebook i have artist pages as well um for for the page um my artist page but like yeah anything is all appreciated and you know just blessed just blessed to just be a part of this history continue to make this history and knowing that it's purpose is purpose in my in my words, it's purpose in my walk, it's purpose in my talk, you know, it's purpose in the way that I father my daughter. You know, I've been going to her school. I've been going to my daughter's school now, kinda of like volunteering like as like an assistant teacher, you know, kinda of like reading with them, you know, helping them with like writing and like even playing basketball with them during recess, you know, kind of like coaching them a little bit. So, you know, seeing that right there is like I know eventually I do want to get into teaching, but I kind of just been doing that just off of my own, 
just my own accord, you know, just wanting to do that, wanting to be more involved in my daughter's learning because we know that the public school systems ain't giving them all, giving our kids all what they need, you know, to succeed. So um, I do see myself definitely teaching. Um, I'm, I'm a double major right now, black studies and communication studies. I'm set to graduate in the spring of 2020, and I want to continue, and one day I do want to teach. So I know that, you know, my, my path with it is, I know I want to do tours as well. <laughs> so I know I want to do, I know I want to go national, international, and as well as, you know, teaching. I know that it sounds like a lot, but uh, I've been a person that's been able to take things as they come and been able to handle a lot, been able to endure a lot, and been able to thrive under pressure because, you know, diamonds, you know, diamonds turn, you know, are made under pressure. So if we're all diamonds, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to allow some dirt. I'm not going to allow dirt to just cover me, you know, for my life when we're all diamonds. Like, we're made to shine. Like, we all have greatness within us. Like, we were born with greatness. Don't allow society to diminish that. Like, I know that, you know, things could get, things could get in, you know, we have obstacles and roadblocks and all of that, but we all have that innate greatness, that capability within us to to make history, to to not just watch history, to not just be a bystander, but to be a history maker, to be a change maker in this world before we pass. You know, so that's just what I see myself in this lifetime. Amen. Amen, amen, and amen. I agree with you. Now go be great. <laughs> go be great. Just go yeah. somewhere and be great now. Hey, go Just somewhere go, and be great. Go somewhere, go somewhere and be great. Yes, yes, yes. Get on, get on, get on, get on down the road. Be great now. All right. I'll be looking yeah. for your greatness. Yeah, we we all have that within us, though, sister. Like we all do, we all do, and it's and it's up to us during this lifetime. Cause all we have is this lifetime to extract that up out of us, that greatness mm-hmm. up out of us. We got it in us that 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 inner voice that that sounds like a whisper. You know, when like you you extract that and it starts it's like a uh like a bellow, like a yell, like a you know like a roar. But it was it started out as a whisper. It started out as a whisper, like you could barely yeah. hear it. Like he was like, "What is that?" Like, oh, God, David, yeah. God, just wow. God. You know, before you 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 in tune with that, you're talking, you 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 gonna raise that voice. That inner voice is going. You gonna hear it. Like for with with us as artists, uh, you know, we 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 on a, are on a different. We definitely are on different. Um, I say vibrational scale. You know, so I would say vibrational scale. I would say that. Yeah, I think yeah, vibrational scale because we're actually we're more in tune. We're actually more in tune with the higher power or with God, with the ancestors or whatever you know, whatever it is that whoever you know believes in. But like, I feel like we're more in tune as artists. Wait. So for me, it is a spiritual thing. Every time that I write, every time I sit down and write, I feel like it's not a spiritual thing when I'm trying to force myself to write. When I'm kind of like mm-hmm. trying to write through a writing block, and I'm like. I'm trying to just write, 
Like I feel like that's more of my human my human nature, but my spiritual side is like that's when I could just kind of just flow through the pages like water. Like it's just water. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like I'm not oh, even. Yeah. I, I look back and it's like eight, nine, ten, eleven pages. I'm like, what? Where did this come from? You know what I'm saying? And it's like, <laughs> you know where it came from. You know what I'm saying? It's like, exactly. Amen. I tell my students the same thing. They often ask me, they're like, what is my writing process? And I said, well, my process is really simple. Um, my poetry is a gift from God. I was never taught to to write poetry. I said, it's strictly a gift. And they were like, well, how do you write a poem? I said, I asked God for it. I said, he's the author of the poems. I'm just the one who delivers them. And as mm-hmm. long as I hold him accountable for the gift that he gave me, then he will always allow the gift to work fluidly with no problem. So I get that, and I certainly understand it, and I can appreciate um, you sharing that with us on this evening. Now, I got to ask the same question I asked, Brother O. We, we're almost to the new year. 2020 is literally around the corner we we are in the last quarter of 2019, and we know that there's going to be big things coming. So tell us what people can expect from you um, next year. Tell them what to be looking looking out for as far as new projects, what type of work you're going to be doing, what your goals are. Talk to us about what 2020 looks like for you um, since you've won Entertainer of the Year, what you're going to do going forward. Well, as an entertainer, you know, I like to leave, like, an element of surprise to Mm -hmm. the people. So I'm not going to say all of my projects, you know, everything that's going on, or, Mm -hmm. but I will, you know, I I am, once I graduate in the spring, I am going on national tour. So Mm -hmm. that's for the summer. So that's summer tour. But if I don't graduate, you know, with everything going on, I need to still be able to focus and graduate. If I don't graduate, I'm not treating myself to no tour of the sorts, nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's my treat to myself is my summer tour. Um, so summer tour, but I did yeah. uh, book my I did book my first international show. Um, mm-hmm. I will be going on inter. So the national tour is the precursor to the international tour. So. National and then international tour, twenty from twenty 2020 twenty to twenty twenty one. So, that I would say that. Um, yeah, I'll just you know let you know let you know that. But like, yeah, just just be on lookout. You know, I like I, I'm I am an entertainer, so I like to keep you know kind of keep people. You think one thing, but it's it's another. You know what I'm saying? Like, you kind of like on your yeah. toes, on the, your seat. Like, you know what I'm saying? If I give you everything, yes. you're going to be like, okay, he ain't got nothing, he ain't got no, he ain't got nothing up his sleeve, or I know, I know what he's doing. I know everything he's mm-hmm. doing is predictable now. I don't want to be completely predictable. I am, a, I literally, I am an entertainer. Like, I, I am an entertainer, so I have to have that element of surprise. Like, you may not that know what's them coming back. Yeah. The the mystery of it all, when they don't know exactly what you're going to do, then that keeps your clientele coming back, following you, supporting you, buying your product. Um, 
and it gives them a reason to keep coming back over and over and over again. Um, so right now, let me check in with my sister. Sis, do we have anybody um, on the line at this time? Everybody's just wanna... listening. Everybody's just okay. listening. Okay, awesome. Well, we're going to keep giving them something good to listen to. So before you do your second piece and close out your interview, I need you to make sure that you share with our listening audience um, how they can contact you, where they can find your work, and what's going on. Um, if you have any gigs, if you have any bookings that are upcoming, tell them all that information, and then we'll get to your final piece for this evening. Okay, yes, y'all can reach me on uh, Facebook and Instagram at Greg McKnight Jr. That's G-R-E-G-M-C-K-N-I-G-H-T-J-R, as well as on SoundCloud, Greg McKnight Jr. Uh, for bookings, you could reach me at Greg McKnight Jr. at gmail.com, or you can reach me at 619-559-3532. I am hosting the seventh installment of the Poetry and Paint show tomorrow from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m., which is a free family affair um, on 5010 Market Street in San Diego, California, and that's every Tuesday from 5 to 8. Um, this is the seventh installment. Next week will be the eighth installment, which would be the most that I, the most shows on a single platform that I ever hosted. So I've hosted uh, for a show before and was created Flow for seven, seven episodes. So next, next week is actually a big episode for me because it will be the most shows that I ever hosted on anything, on any one uh, platform. Um, that's every Tuesday. Um, things coming up for me show-wise. Show-wise, oh, we have the we, – we have the uh, – I'm going to be producing for the Kumba Fest. So all poets in the Southern California uh, area, San Diego, L.A., Oceanside, um, I'm going to be looking for poets for the slam poetry produ production I'll be putting on for February for the Kumba Fest, which is like an African, um, very like African diasporic uh, cultured event um, in San Diego. And there will be a prize. There will be a prize winning um, still working out like everything, like still planning process for that. But like there, there will definitely be a prize winner for the winner of this. So I'm looking for anybody that is a poet, um, or artist or spoken word artist, um, just to reach out to me on on. You can reach out to me through my through my email, through my Facebook, on Instant Messenger, my DM through Instagram. Uh, my phone number that I gave out earlier. So, yeah, I'll, I'll be producing that. Friend, that'll be February time time frame. But I go in for the meeting at the end of this month for that. So that's another thing I have in the horizon. And then, yeah, just be on the lookout. You know, be on the lookout. Stay on your toes. It'd be great. <laughs> Yeah, go be, be great. Go do something. Go be great, baby. Go be great. Go watch. <laughs> hey, don't watch other people be great. Go be great yourself. You know what I'm saying? Go be great watch. yourself. Go right now. Watch. Go. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. 
Fitz, did you have anything you wanted to ask or add before he does his final piece? Uh, no, I just wanted to say, go be great. You know you done started something. You know you started something. Go be great, man. Quit looking and go be great. Okay. Go be great. Hey, quit. Stop stop following. Stop following people's pages. And you know you watching their page, right? You don't never like never comment none of their stuff. But you know you just go be great. Just go be great. That's gonna be our hashtag. That's gonna be our hashtag. Go be great. Go be great. Quit go looking at me and go be great to fail. Hey, quit looking at that. Get out my face. Get out my face. Go be great. Give me my face. Go be great over there. All right? That's it. Go be great. Go do something. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, we are ready to hear the entertainer of the year share another piece on voices behind the pen. Sis, is there anything you want to say or ask before he does his final poem? I just want to say God bless you, your ministry, your poetry, your basketball, your family, your baby. God bless everything, man. Everything that you touch, may it just, oh my God, may it just come tenfold. May I just pray, mm -hmm. just pray, speak greatness over your life. Just speak positivity, strength, and courage over your life, man. And I wanted to say thank you so much for being so genuine and such a sweetheart and such a good sport. I think that was the cutest thing in the world. You said, sis, what am I going to do about the flight? What am I going to do about the hotel? <laughs> <laughs> I said, I started I said, it's a live open mic. You on the radio. He said, oh, okay, because I got school. I was going to miss a whole day of school just to come up there. I said, well, it's, it's good to know that he loved his sister that much that he was going to skip school exactly. to come up there. Oh, my God. No. Every Monday, we here on this radio every Monday. Um, So we just wanted to say thank you for being such a good sport. And thank you for sharing your story and your testimony with us. And man, God bless you. Thank you. We love you. God bless you. All right, sir. So now to close out your interview, if you would uh, go ahead and do your final piece for this evening. Okay. All right. Let me get into it. <clears throat> Ain't no pressure on when I'm jumping. I know I got that cook up. Put that label down, now it's my name, they look up. Try to catch me on the site, on your media, when I am the media. You hanging off my every step, critiquing my every move. But me, I let it go, I go and smooth. When I let loose, I ain't got nothing to prove to you. But for me, that's another story that I'm about to tell you in the form of prose. I'm just trying to let it all go. When they hear you got problems, they try to harp on it. When they know you got money, they try to hop on it. The game is sick, and you wonder why brothers keep that thing on their hip. I ain't never try to pull a trigger, because on that stage, I deliver. In front of cameras, I deliver. I deliver. 
She love what I bring in. I love when she be in the house dancing around and singing, acting and joking around, personality on straight clown, and she know how to put it down. God, I know that she around. I was in the back of the classroom joking on the teachers. Now the teachers want a T-shirt. The way she looking at it like she want me for dessert. Give her what she deserves. I'm going to serve it just as long as you don't just as long as you don't give it away. You got to know that I'm a legend, and each day when we lay down, you can hear these sounds wherever you are in this world right now. Girl, I know you are the one spiritual, artistic communication, communication on linguistics. If you take the time to try and break me down, that's going to be expensive. Asking for my time at this point in time, at 30, at all costs, it all costs money. I don't do nothing for free. I damn sure ain't cheap. I'm sucker free. Keep them duck suckers away from me. I ain't walking this thing blindly. I got God and the ancestors behind me. If we go to war, ain't none of us going out quietly. I've been trying to play it cool, like what I got to do to be, I got to be strategic with the moves, even when it's getting out of hand. But I still be sticking to the plan. Only thing I lost track with, track with was, was the trap. I'm on my own lane. I'm in my own lane, staying on my own track. Don't be acting like you know me and got fake love to show me. I got my own back. Walking alone in this world, I can hold that because I know I got God in the ancestors that got my back. I got God in the ancestors that got my back. I got God in the ancestors that got my back. At the end of the day, with each new day, I see, I say, my respects and my prayers. Thank you all for your countless contributions and leading the way to all the ancestors, to everyone that came before me. With much respect is due unto you. To be the greatest of all time would not be possible if it wasn't for all of you that helped to pave the way. Blessed is this day. Peace and blessings, y'all. One. Love. Ooh, yes, sir. Wow. Oh, my. That was absolute fire, okay? Yes. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you just had the Greg McKnight Jr. experience as well as Brother O, our two featured poets that we have been interviewing and sharing about their gifts, and both of them are nationally awarded spoken word artist, both winning in 2019. We want to thank you so, so much for taking our time to call into the show and to share your gifts. I'm going to turn it back over to my sister, Nina Purple. I am the princess of poetry. Yes, yes, and yes. This has been an awesome show. We all went over for a whole hour, but that's okay because we uh we just we just dope like that. We can go over for an hour. We want to, and uh, ain't nothing nobody can do about it. So we just want to <laughs> say thank you guys, <laughs> thank you guys for tuning in to the four time award winning national uh award winning POET radio. This is the first time award winning voices behind yeah. the pens. I'm your girl, Nina Purple. Also joined, we are the Thelma and Louise of Poetry. The Princess yes. of Poetry and Nina Purple. We do this thing, y'all. We, hey, this, this, this award, this award was so well deserved. Because, man, when I tell you we don't grind to be on this award show, we have Woo. grind. Me and this sister have grinded, baby. We've been on the road, going out of mm-hmm. town. We've been 
over in the gas station and do the radio show on the air. Me, I don't been at features. Told the person that was like, that featured me, like, hold on one sec, give me one minute. Let me go run in this bathroom right quick. Let me handle this show and I'll be right back. I'm talking about we don't <laughs> we don't we don't grind it, baby. We don't grind it. We don't grind it. We don't grind it. So when I say this is a this award was was it it, it was worth it. And that's what made it so yeah. special. Uh because of that alone. And again, I want to say, brother, oh, thank you so much for nominating us. We so appreciate you. Thank you, thank you, thank, thank you. Thank you. And Gregory, thank you so much for calling in, man. We so appreciate uh, thank it. Y'all. Thank y'all. It's an honor to be a part of this. Yeah. No problem. We appreciate your gift. We really do. Um, anybody that you know that would like to be featured on Voices Behind the Pens, our new format, we want to make sure that we're giving maximum exposure to the poetic gifts that we come in contact with. Make sure you inbox my sister, Janine Nina Hall, on Facebook or myself. You can go to my artist page, The Princess of Poetry, or you can find me under my personal page, Janelle Strickland, or The Princess of Poetry Entertainment Group. And we would love to share more artists and their stories behind the poem. So if you know anybody, make sure you send them our way. Next week, we are working on an amazing feature. Um, Sis, have we confirmed it yet, or are we still waiting they, to hear? They got back to me, but they they trying to see if they're going to be able to be free to do it next week or not. So I told them to let me know uh, as early as tomorrow so we can know. So, okay. Yeah. So you guys, if you want to find out who is going to be on the radio show for next week, um, make sure you follow both of us on Facebook. Again, The Princess of Poetry and Janine Nina Hall. We are the Thelma and Louise of Poetry, and we will do our very best to expose all the poetic gifts that we come in contact with. So, sis, it's on you to close us out, dear. All right, guys. Thank you guys for calling in. We love you guys, and ain't nothing you can do about it. Uh, thank mm-hmm. you so much for supporting. Huh? I thank nothing. You. Thank you. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for supporting us and loving on us the way you guys do. We so appreciate it. And, uh, man, in the words of our dear departed sister, Miss Conception, may she continue to rest in peace. In the words of our dear departed brother, uh, Zach TV one, may he continue to rest in peace. Y'all pray for my family, man. Um, one of my cousins just got hit by a car the other day and it killed her on impact. So y'all, um, pray for my family, man. Um, but my poor cousin, he it, it's like, they don't lost their parents. So it's like my cousin, it's like, oh, you know, all the burden is like lying on him, but I'm trying to help him out mm-hmm. the best way we can. So you know, give her a proper burial and everything. So you guys just pray for my family and uh, man, peace, love and love is love and love, peace and God bless all of y'all ministries. So till this time next week, we'll see you guys next Monday. Good night. Good night. Good night.